0: The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global.
1: Hey, thank you. For joining us here on Plant Profits. I am your host, Vern Davis. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. My next guest runs an athlete built and women owned company with the mission to improve recovery for all athletes. She continues to apply her expertise in training and competition and in recovery in an effort to better understand the role of recovery and the role that it has in performance and the human body. With her network of influential athletes and passion for competing, she shapes a product line to meet the relevant demand in cannabis and sports. I would love for you all to welcome to Plant Profits. Miss Rachel Rapino, Rachel, how are you?
2: Well, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Plant Profits, and Vern. I'm excited to talk with you guys today.
1: Oh, that's great. Rachel is the co-founder and chief executive officer of Mindy. Now, I tell you what, Rachel, I, I have lived in the Northwest. I've, I lived in Seattle, uh, which a uh, long time ago. <laughs> back in the mid to late nineties, mm-hmm. well, late to late nineties, and um, I spent a lot of time in Portland. I think you're in Portland area, correct?
2: I live in Portland. I played at the University of Portland and left for a little bit and came back. and Mindy's headquartered here in uh, Portland, Oregon.
1: Oh, absolutely. Now um, this is this is kind of cool. So, did you grow up in in the Great Northwest?
2: No, I'm a California baby. Okay. Yeah. I grew up in the tippy top of Northern California in a little town called Redding, which is like two and a half hours North of Sacramento. I
1: I know where it is. I've actually been to Redding.
2: Most people say, (laughs) oh, I've driven through it because the I-5 corridor goes right through it. And that's usually the extent of people's experience with Redding.
1: Yeah. Uh, No, I I was in the adult uh, beverage business at one time in my distributor had an office or a facility oh. in Reading. So uh been to Reading and know what it's no know, know where it is. Uh, it's a long way. It seems longer than two and a half hours north of Sacramento.
2: I know. Well it's just <laughs> a flat straight drive. Uh but yeah we grew up in Redding. We you know played competitive soccer down in Sacramento all throughout California. And my sister Megan Rapino and I
1: well, I was going to tell everybody you got a famous sibling, uh, Ma- Megan, and you and you guys look alike. But go ahead.
2: Yeah, well, we're fraternal, so I got okay. We're Italian and Irish, and I think I got I stole all the Italian. I'm like dark haired, you know, dark featured. She is like totally fair skinned, and now she's like you know the pink haired, lesbian goddess that flattened cra- uh, France like a crepe. I think that was the name that she was touted during the World Cup.
1: Uh, she was awesome. She was absolutely unbelievable. It was great to see.
2: Yeah, that was definitely a remarkable summer, last summer. She was, I would say she was probably at the peak of her performance. Um, but yeah, then we got recruited to play up here at the University of Portland. Yeah. The program that Clive Charles built. And then, you know, Portland, we just love the Pacific Northwest. My sister lives in Seattle with her partner, Sue Bird, the WBA yeah. player. And then I just found my way back here to Portland. I love it.
1: Well, you guys, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, uh, it's easy to love. I've, I lived there three years and I, I'd go back there anytime and live. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a great place. Easy living. I always tell everybody it was easy. People are friendly, easy living. You could show up in a tuxedo or shorts.
2: Exactly. <laughs> that's what, that's what exactly what I tell people. That's what sold me on Portland is after living, you know, I've spent a lot of time in Seattle. I've spent a lot of right. time in Chicago I lived in LA for a while. I lived in Austin for a while too. Yeah. Um,
1: That's where I'm from. That area. Oh, Austin? Yeah. Right oh, outside. Nice. Right outside. Okay. So Austin. I
2: actually lived in Fredericksburg, which is an, like an hour and some change west of uh, Austin in the Hill Country. In the Hill Country. Yeah. Yeah. I moved out there for. There's some
1: rattlesnakes out there, by the
2: way. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> lots of snakes. I don't like snakes. Um, But I always tell people that Portland, is just a manageable city. If you want a city, but you don't want to deal with the hoopla, Portland's for you. Um, I
1: always said the food and the music is great, you know?
2: Yep, totally. If you like food, if you like music, if you like... Um, wine. If you like uh-huh. craft cocktails, I mean, basically all yeah. the indulgences. If you like cannabis, you yeah. know, this this it's is all here. area for you. It's exactly. all there. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, it's 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 uh, everything. So you you actually you and your sister actually won a national cha- NCAA national championship in soccer.
2: Yeah, we did. We did. We won it in two thousand five. We actually um, not trying to brag, you know, but we got Go ahead. into the NCAA <laughs> Hall of Fame. Is the greatest team ever.
1: Are you serious?
2: Yeah, we went undefeated. We had one tie that season.
1: I can't believe you let someone tie you. I
2: I know it was Pepperdine, and they just sat in. They just blocked us with like nine defenders. Oh, really?
1: So, yeah. yeah, Well, that was a good strategy. You got to give them credit for that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, absolute uh, a a good strategy. Look, you um, you did an op-ed for the Portland Business Journal, mm-hmm. and it was it was about really. I want you to tell us what it was about because it was about the plight of women, it was a plight of people of color, the plight of of diverse sex or, or sexuality, uh, and equity. And um, it's it, man, when I read that, I, I really could see, I could feel your passion coming through, and uh, I love I love to hear you talk about that.
2: Well, thank you, for and I appreciate mm-hmm. the kind words. I, you know, it, it the article came after the killing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, um, but also just the past several years of all of us seeing, you know, the social injustices that are going on in the country and, um, you know, for Black people, Indigenous people, people of color, and also for mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community. And I think it just came at yeah. this point where um, especially being, uh, in the business world and owning a business and mm-hmm. being able to write for the Portland business journal, I just felt that it was particularly really important to talk about representation because I don't think if you are not part of the majority, it's so hard to see and to understand how important it is to have diversity at the table. Yeah, And, you know, my sister, Megan, and I talk about this all the time and she, you know, she, she was telling me that, you know, it's diversity isn't just for the sake of having different people at the table. It is to tell the full story and to make sure that you're including everyone and to make mm. sure that there are pe- di- people that look differently at the table. So then young aspiring entrepreneurs or young aspiring athletes can, can see, a you know, a woman, a lesbian CEO and say, oh, that can happen. Like Absolutely. I can, I can do that too, you know. Um, and I just, yeah, I felt like it was really important to talk about representation because I think people, you know, they like to say it and, and they mm-hmm. like to talk about diversity and inclusivity. They're kind of like buzzwords that have been going out around yes. for a couple of years, yeah. but they do, they mean something and it's really important to have representation in the business world, in sports, in every industry, in every facet.
1: So, so are, are is that something that you talk about every chance you get? Um, is that, is that something you are finding difficult for people, um, in your industry to understand? Uh, is that cause, cause in the cannabis space, I hear about it, you know, I'm in the space with, with produce global. Uh, so I hear about it all the time and we talk about it a lot. Is it, is it really getting done?
2: I think that. It's tough, right? Because we are trying to get it done, but in the same patriarchal system that has been here for hundreds of years. So I think people are talking about it more. I think more steps are being taken, but ultimately it's in the same white male patriarchal system. Mm -hmm. And it's that system that needs reform. Um, So it's really tough Mm -hmm. to actually create an equitable environment in that, in this system that we're all trying to build our businesses in and to Mm -hmm. to build this industry. I mean, the cannabis industry is a very new industry. So this particular industry, I think people are extra passionate and motivated Mm -hmm. to actually create equity and equality because it's so new and we we do have an opportunity to do that. Um, But at the end of the day, money is power in this country.
1: Absolutely. So For
2: as long as the same demographic of people hold all the money and invest in companies, if they don't invest with a diversity and inclusivity mindset, we're going to have the same issue in this industry. So I, I do think in the cannabis industry, we're extra passionate mm-hmm. to try and change, you know, or create, a, you know, reimagine a new industry unlike any other industry. Um, but again, I mean, it's kind of in the same system, right? Because it's the same people that hold all the money.
1: Yeah, uh, but so it's it's not a feel good thing. I mean, it is a feel good thing when you do good. But the, the saving grace I think you have Rachel, is that it also is the best way to maximize your business,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and all those people who have all the money, and we're talking about the big, the big players, right? Um, they're going to realize that if they want to be authentic and legitimate in the space, yeah. And and that 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 is happening slowly, but. You know, we we need we need uh, you know companies like Mindy and CEOs like uh, Rachel Rapino uh, to keep hitting the drums right mm-hmm. on the topic. And I think that's 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 really going to happen. And, and I talked to uh, a diverse set of, uh, of of leaders in the cannabis space, from you know large multiple you know MSOs to uh, brands to a single brand to whatever. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm starting to hear a message across that sounds the same.
2: That's good. Mm-hmm. What are you hearing? Cause you know, another part of it too, is like, I can try and do everything I can as the yeah. CEO and co-founder of Mindy, but ultimately, you know, I do, I need capital. Like we're about to go, we raised <clears throat> a pre-seed round. Yeah. And, you know, pretty unconventionally because we had certain goals and and milestones that we wanted on just the cap table, which I think is another interesting thing. I mean, sometimes you're not in a position to say no to money, but it's really important. I think if you really want to break the cycle, you know, don't let people on the cap table that don't share your same values and beliefs yeah. which is easier said than done i get it sometimes like you need like oh,
1: it's it's very righteous but right <laughs> you know sometimes when you when you're running a business right it 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 definitely squeezes you uh mm-hmm. and it challenges your truths uh in a very real uh real way uh we're going to take a break and um uh, i'm i'm today uh, having a really cool conversation with Rachel Rapino and uh, she is the CEO and co-founder of Mindy, uh, which is a, a cool business that we're gonna get a chance to talk a lot about. And uh, we'll be right back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits, fueled by Proteus Global, People Solutions.
0: Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many
1: great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently
0: the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. palm
1: Yo, 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 it's your boy, T. James. you that James. you listen to Dr. B. on cannabis confidential.
2: Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. I feel like palm
1: trees make
0: the Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I'm here with Rachel Rapino, co-founder and chief executive officer, CEO of Mindy. And um, when we took our break, uh, Rachel was was really we were uh, really involved in a conversation about uh, money in the business and 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 some of the pressures of it when you're you're a young company and you're uh, starting up and you're depending on others cash to help you fund your, your dreams and hopes and ideas and thoughts. Um, I think that's where we were. Am I right, Rachel?
2: Yep. We were talking about, you know, VC money, angel money. And how sometimes as a business, you're not in a position where you can say no to money, but I, I think as, a co-founder and as an executive, when you go into a new raise, you know, I think you can, you can have your financial goals of the raise, but then I also think you can have, you know, other milestones in the, in the bucket of, okay, what aligns with our company, what VCs, what angel investors, if they don't align with us, with our passion for equity and equality, can you scratch them off the list or whatnot? And, you know, I'm hearing we got lucky in our pre-seed round. We have a group of angel investors that completely align with us um, with you know, how we want to build this company and our culture. That's right. But, and I'm hearing, you know, especially in the last several months that the, the, the mindset of the VC world might be shifting a little bit. And there's definitely, mm-hmm. there's more female owned and operated VCs popping up. But Vern, you had spoke about talking to a lot of execs about this specific topic. Are you hearing the same thing? Do you think it's
1: the same? I'm I'm hearing the fact that they know they have to be authentic. Right? And 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 that's that's real important. Um you, you know, the the um the the original, the unorthodox business of cannabis is is huge. And um you have consumers in both places. You know, you got consumers going, you know, uh buying unorthodox and buying depends on what they want, you know, and you, you, and you, you're trying to gather those unorthodox consumers into your, your business. Um, You know, it's not selling toothpaste, right. It's different Mm -hmm. and and they have to be authentic. So I'm hearing, I'm hearing that they want to get real.
2: Yeah. That's good. Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, I'm here. I'm hearing this sentiment that they, they're they understanding now the importance of true diversity and inclusivity and what that actually means and starting to right. invest in more companies that, you know, want to to champion that.
1: Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. So let's talk about you and cannabis. Now, uh, you grew up an athlete, um, high performance and believing in fitness and living fitness. Uh you actually played professional soccer too, right? How long did you play, Rachel?
2: Not very long. I, You know, to be honest, I was pretty riddled with injuries. Okay. Um, I'm a natural athlete, but I think as soon as I started playing at this certain level, I don't know that my body was really built for it. For, it just would break down in various ways. Um, and so I played a year. I played in Iceland. They have a, a women's league over there, and I played there. And then mm-hmm. I was going to go sign. Sweden has a pretty strong league. So I was going to go sign in Sweden. And right before,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, about three weeks before I left uh, to go play in my second season, I fractured my ankle. Oh, and surgery. I know.
1: And that was so, it? You said, yeah. this is not quite the thing I want to do, huh?
2: You know, I think for me, I, I love sports. I definitely love yeah. sports. I think basketball, honestly, was my first love but I just, I wasn't tall enough and I stopped growing. And so then I was like, okay, well then I, I really need to put all my eggs in soccer because that's, what's going to get me out of running. That's what's going to get me um, a good education that I didn't have to pay for. uh, Thankfully, because we, you know, my parents didn't have a college fund for us. So I think I learned early on that soccer was going to be a vehicle for me and you know, was going to do everything I could to, to be successful in the sport. But ultimately I wasn't like my sister. My sister loved it. She, if she could have majored in it, she would have I just had other interests. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I love school and I, I went back and got my master's and I love biology and I love uh, exercise science. And mm-hmm. I was just much more interested in, in kind of exploring other ways to use my mind and my body. And, um, you know, played in Iceland, it was a wonderful experience, but ultimately, you know, the money's not great. Yeah. Unless you're like my sister, you know, you're that top tier athlete, the money's not great. So I was kind of ready
1: to do something different, huh? Yeah. 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 So, so how did, you know, cannabis, how did cannabis come to play? Did it come to play with you when you were in sport or, or did you, you see the light on cannabis after sport?
2: man, I learned about cannabis way too late. I wish that I, I would have, you know, either taught myself or been introduced to the plant when I was playing. Cause when I was at, in college here at the university of Portland, both Megan, I blew our ACLs out twice back to back. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I only had one, I played four and a half years here at UP. I only had one healthy season. I was pretty much injured the whole time. Wow. And yeah and you know when you're uh you know when you're a young college kid you're not eating right you're not sleeping right you're not putting Mm -hmm. the right things in your body so i definitely you know wish that i i would have learned about at least hemp cbd um Uh much sooner because i was taking you know all kinds of opiates and sleeping aids and all that which is so unhealthy for you but no i didn't learn about cannabis till probably five six years ago um and I grew up in the just say no to drugs era. So I just thought cannabis was the gateway drug to all the, the big all the bad and, things. Yeah. All the bad things. And yeah. our brother is a heroin addict. So that especially influenced my decision making when it came to like using drugs. Got it. Um, yeah. And so it
1: was all negative to you.
2: Super negative.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, very negative. And um, you know, just believed all the the propaganda essentially that we got fed.
1: So about five years ago, something changed,
2: yeah. five years ago, five, six years ago, I started seeing my sister and other athletes using cannabis products for a recovery tool. And it really was the first time that I had seen anyone use cannabis outside of like just donor culture, yeah. yeah, recreation parties. We so this was a little bit in college and stuff, but it was like, we were partying.
1: Right. Right. And and now you found out cannabis was being used intentionally with a purpose
2: mm-hmm. and it
1: was a health purpose. It was a reason. A health. Yeah.
2: Reason. Yep. Exactly. It was, they were using it for sleep because they mm-hmm. just, you know, a lot of athletes were fed Ambien and other prescripted uh, sleeping aids that they knew were not healthy for them. And so they wanted to get off those, but they needed help sleeping. Mm-hmm. especially after a late game, especially on like long flights um, Oh yeah. after yeah. a game. So they started using it more so for that. And what I noticed immediately though, is there was no trusted brand. Like they were just bopping around all these different brands and products. They didn't know if it was hemp derived CBD, marijuana derived CBD. They had no idea what dosages they were taking. A lot of them were vaping, which, you know, isn't mm-hmm. great, especially if you're an endurance athlete. Um, That's not good, right? Yeah. So I noticed that there was a business opportunity. And then I met my my business partner, Kendra Freeman.
1: That's where we want to stop. We're going to take a break because I want to tell how Mindy was born. Okay. I really want to hear about that. That's great. Um, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I'm here today with Rachel Rapino, who's the CEO and co-founder of Mindy. And we'll get into Mindy here just. A second after we come back. Thank you all.
0: Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Elevate your everyday with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee, How sweet it is. Sugis infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shugies in your drink. Order your Sugis now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Well, Well, hey, welcome back.
1: Uh, I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. And I'm here today with Rachel Rapino. She is the co-founder and the chief executive officer of Mindy. And Rachel was just about to tell us how Mindy was born. Now you met your uh, co-founder, right? Uh, it, now, when did this happen? Go ahead and, and who is that?
2: So, you know, it happened basically off the heels of my own self-discovery process with cannabis okay. five six years ago. Um, I met Kendra through, actually I had a roommate who's from Wyoming and they grew up playing soccer together, Wyoming and Kendra, uh, Kendra's been a farmer. She, she comes okay. from like pure cannabis farming. She worked in Humboldt for 10 years and ran one of the largest East Coast suppliers in Humboldt. Okay. And then she took her chops up here to Oregon when it became legal. And she founded Oso Verde Farms, which is a, an organic THC farm in the rogue valley luckily it hasn't been burnt down but it was it was very close because we just had all those fires down there um but she she ran it from you know ground up built it into a multi-million dollar operation just sold it actually so now she's 100 percent mindy
1: okay Um, good
2: yeah Kendra's just she's she's very talented she's you know one of the ogs here in in oregon especially (laughs) for women yeah. Um, super cool, like the chillest of the chillest. And yeah. she, she's she's very creative and she's just, she's a visionary. She's just, she's got all kinds of ideas that ping off her. And we met and I told her what I was doing because then I was running Rapino SC, which was a performance training company because I had just got my master's in exercise science. So I was training all kinds of clubs and teams, University of Portland and I, and my sister and I had a lifestyle apparel line, an e-commerce business. Okay. That was all about being your best self.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Just like an aspirational brand. And I had my fulfillment center actually set up in my second bedroom and I was picking and packing orders from my, from my house and taking them to the post office. And she was just like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love the brand. I, you know, your experience with supply chain, all that, and your connection to athletes, we should start a cannabis edible line. And this was before it was legal. So I was like, you're (laughs) dreaming. I am not getting into (laughs) cannabis. Like I'm not going to do, you know, I don't know anything about the industry, I'm not trying to do anything illegal. She's like, trust me, it's, it's the future. It's what athletes need. It's so healthy for you. We need to free the plant. We need to de, de- cannabis and sports. blah, blah, blah. I was like dream on then fast forward a year later, this was like in 2000, you know, 18, we just started talking about it again. And then the hemp farm bill passed. So it became legal, and, right. you know, we just got more serious about it. And then we brought in Brett Schwager who's our third co-founder and our creative director. Um, He's just a brilliant design brand guru. And because I knew from my experience with SC that creative is really expensive, creative marketing, very expensive. And we didn't have that kind of capital to just like put in a Mindy right away. Right. So we brought him in. And
1: And here we are, We we have Mindy. So tell me, why would an athlete utilize Mindy?
2: So we really, we came to market because we felt like We want to keep everyone on top of their game, not just athletes, but everyone on top of their game in the healthiest, most sustainable way possible. We want to have, we have high quality transparent products and we really are trying to get people to, instead of using Advil, ibuprofen, over-the-counter meds, use cannabis, use Mindy or another trusted CBD product because it is so much healthier for your long-term health and wellness. Right. that side of it. So disruption of the pain management industry, which is an $800 billion industry, uh, or sorry, $800 million industry. And then for athletes, I mean, this stuff needs to be in sports. It needs to be in athletic trainers hands. It needs to be in, you know, that elite doctors need to be prescribing it. Physical therapists need to be using it. You know, there's no reason with all the research that we have at our fingertips now, and for as long as this plant has been around, there's no reason why we are still having athletes use opiates, over the counter meds, and Ambien to feel better and to optimize performance. It just doesn't make sense. It's not good for your body in any way.
1: Totally agree. I just had hip replacement surgery and I totally agree with what you just said. And I, I tell you, what's the next step? So, we're, we're, we're this, give us, you know, in your parting. Uh, knowledge here, your parting comment, what's the next step in getting exactly what you just, you just described a beautiful dream. So how do we get there? What's the next step?
2: Well, for us, you know, we felt like there was a real opportunity to build a brand because we didn't feel like there's a lot of strong brands in the marketplace. There's a lot of big companies that have big successful wholesale businesses, which is great, but there's a lot of people, you know, everything's moving to online now. So we wanted to really you know build a brand that athletes can get behind leverage their influence in their platforms you know build a strong online footprint um and you know build win the trust of athletes Win the trust of medical professionals because ultimately they're kind of the ones driving the decision making um in terms of you know leadership in these franchises or these leagues. And so that was our goal was to just, you know, kind of from the ground up just start building trust and destigmatizing cannabis because it really is still just so stigmatized. People, athletes, we are constantly educating athletes on just the difference between CBD, THC, hemp, marijuana. I mean, it really is there's like a lack of education, but there's also a ton of miseducation. And yeah. so that is a huge part of it. It's just educating the consumer.
1: That is a, and I've noticed the same thing, uh, Rachel. That is a a, a big deal. I want to thank you for being here today with us and and laying that out for us. And uh, it's been great getting to know you, and um, and uh, I I know that Minnie's going to be uh, successful. You you have your uh, wonderful famous uh, sister Megan involved and other athletes involved in this, and it is for athletes. But I will tell you. Uh, it, it can be for not just athletes, obviously, uh, Mm -hmm. people who are going through, uh, physical therapy challenges, uh, is, I think it's very, very important that we understand, uh, and get educated on this. I'm Vern Davis here at Plant Profits. And I've spent some time today, some wonderful time with Rachel Rapino, who is the co-founder and chief executive officer of Mindy. Thank you all for joining us. You can download episodes of Plant Profits and Plant Profits is fueled by Protest Global People Solutions by going to CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis Radio is my partner. They are a wonderful partner. Or subscribe to the show on Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast uh, fix, go there. You can find Plant Profits. Follow Protis Global, my company, through our social networks, including LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find and learn more about how we're building companies at Protis Global People Solutions through changing lives and and, uh, building companies, like I said. And it's protusglobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S, global.com. Until next time, cheers. Thank you.